I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. I am sitting here in my big, manly, comfortable black leather papa chair in my living room, and I'm recording this podcast. It's about a week after New Year's. It's nice and cozy in here, but boy, is it cold outside. This is kind of an in-between time for the next couple of weeks. We seem kind of stuck in the middle together somehow. Old Lang Syne has just recently faded out, but we can still reasonably wish people Happy New Year, you know? But pretty soon that's going to fade out too. And we'll be right back to have a nice day. When that happens, instead of just saying, you too, why do this? When somebody says, have a nice day, try saying, thanks, but I have other plans. (laughs) And watch to see the look on the have a nice day sayer's face. I bet you don't even get a double take more than maybe 10% of the time. And you know why? Because most people aren't really listening. Have a nice day usually means, okay, I'm finished with you, now what's next? And you know what? That feels cold, inside cold, which is much more uncomfortable than outside cold, I think. I uh, had a have a nice day, what's next experience with our Christmas music just now. I put our Christmas CDs away this morning. You know, and I was thinking, it won't be too long until we may not use CDs anymore. Seems like most people listen to music on downloads now. That's okay, but you know, I like having a CD in my hands. It feels, it feels permanent, like that's my music. It's a little bit like reading a book on your Kindle. Kindle is terrific, but I like the feel of a real book in my hands. It feels permanent. I guess I'm kind of a stuck-in-the-middle kind of guy. Because I can remember when Bing Crosby first sang White Christmas. It was on a beaten-up, old, scratchy 78 RPM record. Now he's just streaming on the Internet. And that's terrific, too, but it, it, it doesn't feel permanent to me. But the Christmas DVDs are staying, no matter what. It's, I'm not going to watch the Christmas stories on the computer. You know, the Scrooge stories, the Grinch, the Miracle on 34th Street, Elf, <laughs> When Harry Met Sally. I love how Billy Crystal explains Old Lang Syne at the end of When Harry Met Sally. My Lady Wonderwench and I sang Old Lang Syne together as we toasted New Year's Eve at home this time. As the ball came down in Times Square, we toasted. She had whole wheat toast, I had rye. (laughs) And a few drops of champagne. We decided it would be fun to figure out how Santa knows when you've been sleeping and knows who you've been seeing. What you're doing, and Santa even knows what you look like. And we decided that Santa must have a Facebook app on his phone. (laughs) We kind of like to figure things like that out. We also figured out that we are never going to join the crowd in Times Square to watch the ball drop. A million people were there this year. Some of those people showed up at 9 a.m. for midnight ceremonies. 
Think about it. That's 15 hours of standing around with 999,999 other people out in the cold. 15 hours. 15 hours is at least three trips to the tinkle closet for me. But I understand the restaurants all had signs that said, you know, restrooms for guests only. Happy holidays. One of the holiday memories that sticks out in my head is the WNBC radio Christmas parties. They had them every year. I remember the last one. (laughs) One of the very curvy secretaries ate four pickles in a row, and she had a big smile on her face. And when she did that, when she ate those four pickles in a row, one of the sales guys I was talking to noticed, and he started looking very panicky. It was well known that she was a very friendly lady. But the guys on the air at WNBC, that was a nice memory because we, we helped each other during the holidays. The Jewish guys worked Christmas, the Christian guys worked New Year's, and the guys who weren't at all religious picked up a lot of overtime. My lady started a New Year's Eve tradition at 30 Rock. She always went to the station with me, and she brought food. Food is always good for guys, certainly. First year she did it, just the radio guys knew about it, you know, because they were there when she walked in. But those guys told a bunch of the TV guys. So starting in the second year, my lady had to bring lots of food because the TV guys all came down from the eighth floor to radio studio B on the second floor to join the fun. And it was fun. Dick's Details, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's giving you fits out the other ear, and you can grab a grin and win. Studies show that the average American man dreams about sex about 8% of the time. You know what? I love it when I am so far above average. (laughs) If the answer is it's Christmas Eve, what is the question? If the answer is, it's Christmas Eve, what is the question? You don't know, do you? Of course not. I haven't told you yet, but I'll tell you in a minute. The Russians have just now grown potatoes in space. Guess you could call Russian space potatoes Sputniks, right? (laughs) Sure you could. You wouldn't, but you could. And you should know you can't hum if you hold your nose closed. Try it. You guys are trying it, right, aren't you? And your ladies are all rolling their eyes out loud watching you. Historians tell us that England's Queen Victoria loved Lewis Carroll's book, Alice in Wonderland, so much that she asked him to send her a copy of his next book. What she probably didn't figure on was that Mr. Carroll made his living teaching math at Oxford. The Queen probably should have taken that into consideration because the title of his next book which he did send her, was called Syllabus of Plain Algebraical Geometry Systematically Arranged with Formal Postulates and Axioms. (laughs) Surprise! The world's first nuclear reactor was built under the University of Chicago's football stadium stands. Boy, talk about giving the fans a hot seat. All right, if the answer is it's Christmas Eve, the question is... What did Adam say to his wife in the Garden of Eden on December 24th? 
It's Christmas Eve. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, you know, I'm really not sorry. I, I don't care. Another lump of coal in my stocking. That's all right with me. Dicks to tails. They take your mind off your mind. little housekeeping here. If you like these podcasts or my spoken word story CDs at DickSummer.com or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot at Amazon.com, shameless plug, please tell a couple of friends, will you? Because they might like them too, and you will be doing me a favor. You know what? I really am kind of a stuck-in-the-middle kind of guy. I was talking to a waiter last week about Jay Leno's cars. Now, the waiter was a young guy, and he said... Who's Jay Leno? Who's Jay Leno? Stuck in the middle. That's me. I wanted to explain Johnny Carson to him, but I didn't want to totally confuse him. Do you remember Johnny Carson's standard Christmas monologue? It always included the comment that there's only one fruitcake. People don't really like it, so they just keep sending it around to one another. (laughs) That reminds me, I do like fruitcake, so let me be perfectly clear that if somebody sends you one and you don't like it, you can send it to me, all right? There is a story in my Night Connection spoken word story CD about an unexpected small gift that was so important to the woman who got it. In fact, I think it might possibly change her life. Since very early this morning... You've been looking at that rose, bravely poking its soft, beautiful, fragrant head out of the soda bottle on your kitchen countertop. You're a private duty nurse, a single mother, a graduate school student. That's three full-time careers that you have to juggle without dropping or missing any part of any one of them. It's tough. You've been stopping at a convenience store halfway into the early morning commute to grab a cup of coffee. It keeps your eyes open and your mind in gear so that you can get home safely from your all-night nursing job. The young guy at the counter can't take his eyes off you. He looks like he's in his early 20s. It's almost funny, but not quite. Even if you wanted to, you don't have time to get involved. And that's true, but it's also an excuse. The intensity of your own sensuality has always frightened you a little bit. Your body used to scream so loud for touches and being held and making love that you couldn't hear your mind warning you about consequences and guilt. Sensuality speaks in its own language. It uses words like unbutton, unfold, unashamed, breath, sweat, caress, unprotected. But your husband kept pretending that he didn't hear This morning, the guy behind the counter just said, Here, I'd really like you to have this. And he gave you that, Rose. And then he blushed and he looked down at the counter. You went on automatic right there in front of all the other customers. You kissed his cheek. Then you smiled and you left. And your legs were moving like silk. You haven't felt that way in a long time. All the way home, you let yourself pretend that you were the heroine in a romance novel, kind with a pink cover and a big caption that says her thighs went tight against his his strength drowning in her delicious wet fire this is a novel of soaring spirit and tender flesh a story of passions hot and cold salty and sweet hard and soft slippery and strong and you stopped to think about it and it made you giggle 
For a long time, the sexiest thing you've done was just eat a dish of rich ice cream slowly. And that makes you begin to wonder if you could take a lesson from that rose and let your head pop up bravely out of all of the feelings you've kept bottled up. Once upon a time, you felt fragrant and beautiful and soft. And since very early this morning, you've been thinking, maybe you could again. just a rose that she stuck in a soda bottle on her table. Looked a little silly there. You know, because roses are usually set in fancy vases. But silly? Maybe not. That lady has lots of thorns in her life. A nasty divorce, totally exhausting days, constant worrying about her child's future. A lot of thorns in her life. And that rose was a totally unexpected gift was given to her by a nice young guy who let her know that he noticed that she was a pretty lady. Just sitting there now, stuck in that soda bottle. And I hope she takes the time to stop and smell the fragrance from that lovely rose this time. story is called The Single Rose. It's from my Night Connection Spoken Word Story CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast, or if you want a fresh copy, please go back to DickSummer.com. Check out the Night Connections icon on the homepage. So, here we are, stuck in the middle of the coldest part of the year, between old Lang Syne and, and the rest of our lives, telling ourselves that we will start that New Year's diet that we resolved to follow. We'll, we'll start it tomorrow. As I said, I do like my fruitcake. But I was just thinking about the beginning of this podcast. I was telling you about how people aren't really listening to each other anymore. I am going to make a real effort to listen to people better this year. And I'm going to try to find something special in what they say, or maybe how they say it, but something special that makes them feel a little special, a little warm and special. I guess the best way to put what I want to do better this year is to give at least one compliment a day to somebody who is not expecting it. Just give a little warmth on a cold day, a little inside warmth when it's cold outside. You know, it can't hurt. I'll let you know how it goes as the year goes along. Oh, yeah, one more time. Happy New Year. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall.
quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.